It is time to recap a week in Drake Sports. This is The Bark, and here are your hosts, Noah Manderfeld and J.D. Pellegrino. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Bark. I am Noah Manderfeld, the sports director for the Drake Broadcasting System, and next to me is J.D. Pellegrino, the sports editor of the Times Delphic. J.D., how are you doing today? Noah, it is Monday. It is April 22nd. It is... Drake Relays Week, given that Drake Relays do not start for another couple of days, but this whole week as a Drake student, as as an alum, an alumni base of Drake, this is Relays Week. It is going to be a great week. Sports are winning. Tournaments are coming. Postseason appearances are making their way through sports. So we have a lot to talk about today, right? And so, J.D., for the first time, on this show, I can say that I've been a competitor in something that we've talked about. Because over the weekend, I actually ran in the road races and was a competitor in the Drake Relays. I saw that. What'd you run in? Running the half marathon. What, ha- was your, what was your time? One hour and fifty six minutes. That's not bad. It I, wasn't bad. That's no, not bad. I haven't I haven't run in a marathon, so that's something on the bucket list. That's something that I know the Drake student body loves to do. It's a milestone that a weird amount of people uh, try to accomplish yeah. in their time at Drake. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw your family came out, so that was kind of yeah, nice. Yeah, family came out. It was a good weekend. Uh, yeah, it was a great time to celebrate. The the winner, by the way, an hour and nine minutes. Mm. I don't even know if Drake athletes could do that. I'm not an athlete for sure. Mm. But let's see how Drake athletes did this week. We're going to start with softball. J.D., you want to start, start us off there? The softball team has now stretched their winning streak to 19 games with a win over the University of Iowa and a sweep of Illinois State in a three-game series. They improved to 18-1 in conference and 33-13 and overall. They continued their homestand against the University of Iowa on Wednesday, April 17th. Nicole Newman began the game, where she pitched three and one-third innings, giving up zero hits, only one walk, and struck out eight batters. Nicole Timmons came in to pitch the remaining three and two-thirds innings. Bulldogs' scores came in the third and fifth innings. In the third, Kennedy Frank singled to left field, and Remick scored. Then, in the fifth inning... Ren- Remick, then in the fifth inning, Remick singled to left field, and Abby Buey scored. Kennedy Frank reached on a fielder's choice. Libby Ryan scored, and finally Kennedy Frank reached on an infielder's choice. Libby Ryan scored again. The Bulldogs won 5-0 against Iowa. Noah, that I mean, that's University of Iowa. They're not ranked or anything. They're clearly a, a bigger program as they are in all of their sports. Are you shocked by this 5-0 win? Uh, I'm not, honestly not. Uh, this University of Iowa team has struggled this year as a softball team, and Drake has just been so dominant. But I think it's a really big win for an in-conference opponent, or a, excuse me, an in-state opponent. And I think it's something that's for sure that Drake can carry on their cap as they move forward in the season. Correct, you are. And that stretches the win streak to 16 games. Next, Nicole Newman was ready to do it again on Friday. She pitched all five innings of the first ISU-Illinois State University game. The game only lasted five innings as Newman was almost impossible to hit off of. She allowed one hit through the game, striking out 10 batters, something that we've seen across the last two months, striking out eight-plus batters each game. This was not the same for Allie Domkuski of Illinois State. She pitched four and two-thirds innings, allowing nine hits and eight runs. Mandy Remick and Macy Johnson led the Bulldogs with two hits and an RBI each. Drake only had two batters strike out to the Redbirds, 10. But that didn't matter. Drake won 8-0 in Game 1 of the series. 
Moving on, Game 2, again on April 19th, the first pitch was thrown by Nicole Timmons, the two dynamic pitchers that Drake has, at 3.55 p.m. in what was a closer game. Timmons duked it out with ISU pitcher Morgan Day for four and one-third innings before Newman came in to bring it home. Timmons threw seven strikeouts and gave up five hits. Bulldogs' key performers in Game 2 were Remick, Johnson, Frank, and Pena. Remick had three hits, two RBIs, and scored twice. Johnson had two hits, and both Frank and Pena had a hit each. Timmons improves to 13-7 on the season as the Bulldogs won the game 3-2. Game 3, Drake had to put a bad taste in ISU's mouth before they left. The final game, Drake up 2-0 in the series. So for Game 3, Nicole Newman was summoned once more. Newman allowed only two hits while striking out 12 batters. The combo of Shannon Feld and Morgan Day struck out only six batters combined. Feld began the game pitching for the Redbirds, but gave up seven hits in only three innings before she was replaced by Day. In the second, Feld was a part of something great. Too bad it wasn't for her own team. Drake's first baseman, Sarah Maddox, cracked a three-run homer for the game's only scores. Drake put up eight hits to the Redbirds, too, but Maddox was the only one that mattered. The Bulldogs swept Illinois State, picking up a 3-0 win in Game 3. Noah, is this like... Is this a series sweep that we could have predicted? We know that the Bulldogs are dominant in the Missouri Valley Conference, but this is something else. That, again, they allowed only two runs in the entire series. Drake now has lost only one conference game all season long, J.D. This series sweep, and it's not that Illinois State is a bad team because they are not, but Drake has just been sweeping opponents left and right that it's hard not to predict a series sweep like this. And 19 straight games now they've won. They're 24th in the RPI in the softball rankings. This Drake team is getting on a roll, and they only have a couple more series before the NCAA tournament, and this is the right time to be hot, J.D. Yeah, and there's just a little stat that I want to highlight. Through the month of April, in the 12 games that the Bulldogs have played, they've only allowed nine runs. Wow. Through the entire month, 12 games, all of April, nine runs. So definitely something to watch out for. The strong, dominant pitching by both Nicole Timmons and Nicole Newman is leading the Bulldogs team. Offense is thriving, peaking at the right time. And I think as the team enters this final stretch, pushing postseason play, we can expect big things from the Drake women's softball team. Next, the Bulldogs will head to Cedar Falls, Iowa on Tuesday to face the UNI Panthers in a Missouri Valley Conference showdown for one game only. After that, they will head to Springfield, Missouri, April 27th and 28th to face Missouri State in that three-game series. Finishing off that 19-game winning streak, we are going to head into women's tennis. And women's tennis ended their season on a small two-game losing streak as they dropped to Bradley and Illinois State to finish off their regular season. They dropped now to 2-3 and three in the Missouri Valley Conference and 8-15 and 15 overall versus Bradley they lost the doubles point 2-1 to one and then dropped all of their singles matches except for Hollius. And keep in mind, she's been doing really well in that number three singles, and she showed it here today, getting that number that singles uh, win. But still, they couldn't beat the Bradley Braves. And then versus the regular season conference champions in Illinois State, they lost the doubles point 2 to nothing. And then in singles matches, they lost each set except for Patushkova, who won that number one single slot in three sets. And in fact, Palumbo, she actually gave it a, a shot, but she lost that match in three sets. And these are both 
the top two teams in the Missouri Valley Conference. Drake went into these games hoping for a win, but I don't think they were necessarily expecting it. However, though, looking at the conference tournament and where they are right now, you have to think that they would have liked at least one win versus one of these teams to show that they have a chance at winning that conference tournament. And looking at these two matches, they don't look like they have a shot at advancing in the conference tournament as they have the number four seed taking on Missouri State in the Missouri Valley Conference Championship. I was going to ask Noah, prediction, how far do you think this team makes it in the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament? If you're looking at their history, they lost to Missouri State 3-4. to four. Very, very close match. They can beat Missouri State, and I think the way that they've been playing lately, I think they can, even though they played Missouri State on April 7th. But beyond that, it's going to be really, really tough. They have to get on a hot streak, and this team doesn't look like they're capable of getting on that type of hot streak to win the champions, the championship. Of course, we're hoping for it, uh, but we're not quite expecting it, if that makes sense. But over on the men's side, we might be expecting it because they're going to be heading into the NCAA tournament next week. Valparaiso defeated North Dakota this weekend, which gives Valparaiso the number three seed, and that means Drake will play Valparaiso. Drake defeated Valparaiso pretty handedly 6-1 to one earlier this season, and that's going to be in the semifinals. The winner of that match takes on Denver, and Denver, the number one seed, the only team to beat this Drake men's tennis team this season. They beat them 4-3, to three, and this likely will be a matchup with the only team. The winner of that one goes to the NCAA tournament. Now, Drake is the preseason favorite. They won the Summit League last year. They won it. They went to the NCAA tournament the year before in the Missouri Valley Conference. They're trying to make it for a third consecutive season, and I think they can if they can get on a roll. They will play in the conference tournament on April 26th and the 27th. 26th will be the semis, and then the 27th will be the finals. Now, track and field, J.D., is heading into a pretty important weekend. We've been hyping it up for a couple weeks, and it's almost here. It is almost here, days away. Over the weekend, the Drake University track and field teams closed out the three-day Kansas Relays with the second-fastest men's 200 meters in school history. Kundai Magunanyaga has been breaking records all year. He's a sophomore on the men's track team, hailing from Zimbabwe. He made the historic run of 2056 to improve upon his previous best and finish second in the Kansas Relays 200 meters. Victor Pekka also finished seventh in the event, and the pair teamed up with Aaron Chair and Aubakwe Melo to finish third in the 4x100-meter relay in 41:46. The men's team also had a trio of other top 10 finishes on the track, with Kevin Kelly taking fifth in the 1,500 meters in 3 minutes 57 seconds, followed by Matt Cozine in eighth at 4:01:82. In the 800 meters, Xavier Lechleitner crossed the finish line in 156:16 to take sixth. Moving over to hurdles, Victoria Coombe, a name that we have mentioned week after week, continued her strong senior season by taking 7th in the women's 400-meter hurdles with the time 1 minute 3 seconds. The Bulldogs return home to the Blue Oval this upcoming week to compete in the annual Drake Relays presented by Hy-Vee. This is going to be a huge week on Drake's campus in the track and field world. There is going to be an ample amount of Olympic talent, high school, state finishers, people around the country, around the world competing at the collegiate level. This is going to be a crazy week. If you have the opportunity, 
come out to watch the Drake relays. It is something mm. that you only get to see once a year. It's great. It's great. And if you're looking at Drake, competitors are competing in it. The full list has come out. Kundai Maguranyaga is competing in the 100-meter dash along with Aaron Scher. We have Xavier Lechleichner competing in the 800 meters. We also have Matt Cozine in the 1500 meters. Kevin Kelly will be in the 1500 meters. Um, you're looking at Maximilian Freidick. He's competing in the 5000 meters. And also a former Drake great, Reed Fisher, coming back professionally. He broke the record in the 10,000 meters a couple years ago as a Drake athlete. That should be really fun. And that's just on the men's side. There's a whole list of competitors on the female side, like Victoria Coombe. You're looking at also Olivia Rogers, Rachel Selva. You're looking at just a ton of relays and just a ton of athletes for Drake competing in this one. And also just come out and see the Olympians. The Olympians are always fun to watch, and they should be a good time this year. So that should be this weekend. And like J.D. said, that's coming up on the Blue Oval. And with that, that will conclude this week in Drake Sports. We appreciate you for listening. Make sure to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. We are available on all of those platforms. And enjoy the relays, folks. It's a good time. Have a good week in Drake Sports, folks. (laughs) 